We are a nation that is hostile to liberty and freedom and faith. We are a nation whose economy is floundering, whose stores are not stocked, whose deliveries are not coming, and whose educational system is ranked at the bottom of every list. We are a nation that in many ways has become a joke. But soon we will have greatness again. It was hardworking patriots like you who built this country, and it is hardworking patriots like you who are going to save our country. There is no mountain we cannot climb. There is no summit we cannot reach. There is no challenge we cannot beat. There is no victory we cannot have. We will not bend. We will not break. We will not yield ever, ever, ever. We will never give in. We will never give up. And we will never, ever back down. We will never let you down as long as we are confident and you know. The tyrants we are fighting do not stand even a little chance. Because we are Americans, and Americans kneel to God and God alone. And it is time to start talking about greatness for our country again. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, good morning. It's MAGA Hump Day. Another MAGA morning. Here we go. Another great video. Dilly Meme Team, Lauren Eve. Hit the thumbs up, hit the follow, leave a comment where they live forever. Don't be a fed. Get in here. God, this is great. Ride the wave of the liberal tears. He's coming back. With a vengeance. I'm here for it.
Let's go. Let the MAGA energy flow through your veins, the retribution. Trump, make America great again. Good morning, good morning, good morning, everybody. Go home to mommy. Bye. Go home to mommy. (laughs) Go home to mommy. Send them all back home to mommy. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, good morning. It's another great MAGA morning this Wednesday. Hope you're all doing great out there. Hit the thumbs up. Hit the follow on Rumble. Leave a comment where they live forever. Let's rock the comments today. I don't care what you say in the comments. Tell me where you're from. Tell me, I don't know. What what do you trust more than AOC? What do you trust more than Joe Biden? Where are you from? The retribution. I love it. How's the weather in Florida today, Caliber? Good morning, everybody in the chat. People are coming in. We got uh, we got a bunch of stuff to cover. We, it, it's like we, we have we have a bunch of comedy to cover. These cucks in Congress, they, they're like starting their own fight club. I wish they would. I wish they would. I wish they would have a room just so they can go and kick the shit out of each other. I think that would be amazing. Oh, you guys have a disagreement? Go into the fight room. No weapons. It's recorded. There's audio. And just kick the shit out of each other. That's what should happen. I'm tired of all of this. I'm tired of all the, 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 the dignity. We need to bring some debauchery to Congress and just kick the crap out of everybody. Anyway, I hope you're all doing great. So I saw this thing yesterday, and I'm not going to play the videos because I don't care about either one of them. I just... <laughs> I've, I've never really talked positive about either one but ben shapiro and candace owens this whole goings back and forth candace owens said something i don't know about nikki haley and israel and ben shapiro was like all butthurt about it because if 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 you mention anything that might even resemble something not positive about israel ben shapiro's head's going to explode and apparently it did and he called Candace Owens disgraceful. And Candace Owens works for Ben Shapiro. Ben Shapiro owns the Daily Wire. And people are now, they unfollowed each other. Uh, he called her disgraceful behavior and even said wherever he was talking, and she still works for my company. And obviously, the way he said it, just he was not, he's not happy about that because he is butthurt. Now, I'm wondering, I will say, and I, I've never been a fan of Candace Owens, ever. There's never been a time I've been a fan of Candace Owens. She's a mega grifter. And unfortunately, the conservative movement, the grifting in the conservative movement, they saw her and they grabbed her and they said, oh, let's grab this black girl who, you know, came from poverty and all this shit. Let's get her a book deal and tell her so she can tell her ridiculous story and then let's exploit her. And then boom, she marries a very well-off white guy and, uh, you know, becomes... For a while, the uh, the conservative hot black girl, that's what she became. She was nothing more. She's done nothing for the conservative movement. All she's done is grifted. Tens of thousands of dollars to speak at engagements, speaking, uh, you know, engagements, will not take more. She has, actually has it in a contract. Will not take more than 100 photos at an event. Like, people will line up and want to take photos with her. They can't. And once it's 100, that's it. That's in her contract. She's a stuck-up cunt is what she is, and she's all about the money. She doesn't care. 
I think she fun she she showed up at like one fundraiser for somebody. I forget what the hell they were running for. It was out at some farm somewhere, and she spoke, but they had to pay her. She didn't come and do it for free. She had a, she went to a fundraiser for oh, I think a state level candidate. I don't remember who it is. Maybe a governor, and um, it'll come to me. She spoke for like twenty minutes, riled up the crowd, collected a check, took no more than a hundred photos, and left. She wrote a couple books. She has a show on the Daily Wire. She is. She was just a poster girl. And then people were like, Candace Owens, she should be vice president. No, she shouldn't. She shouldn't be anywhere near political office. She's garbage. And I don't really, I don't even know what she said that pissed Ben Shapiro off. I don't care. I love that Ben Shapiro got pissed off. And I kind of love to see the, the, the Daily Wire meltdown. And is Ben Shapiro going to be a real cuck and fire Candace Owens for whatever she said negatively? related to Israel and Nikki Haley. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm here for it, and I want to see it. I, I, I subscribed to The Daily Wire a long time ago because it was a show I wanted to watch, and then I canceled it. I'm not giving them my money. I just think they're all grifters over there, all of them. I think they're all grifters. I used to like Matt Walsh. Uh, um, what's his name? Uh, Michael Knowles. Michael knows I still don't have too much of an issue with. Matt Walsh is just weird and I don't know, whatever. Everyone can have their opinion. I'm not telling you don't, you know, don't like them. You can do whatever you want. I just think this whole like public infighting, I think it's just going to make them more money in a sense. Candace Owens is, is probably going to get axed from the Daily Wire. She's going to make it seem like she wanted the separation and somehow find another grift. Some other some other outlet out there is going to be like, oh, is Candace Owens going to be a free agent? Let's grab her. She'll bring a lot of clicks and views and, and revenue, which, yeah, you're right. But, again, part of the problem of the conservative movement is the giant grift that it is. Who can sell the most cringiest fucking T-shirt known to man with Donald Trump's face on it riding a fucking shark that's driving a tank? You know, whatever. It's funny. It's cool. But... Instead of putting all that energy behind actually getting your ass out of your house and away from your computer trying to grift off t-shirt sales to actually try to make a difference in the MAGA movement and get people out and engaged. Whatever. Candace took an isolationist view on Israel conflict from what I've seen. Yeah, I don't even know what her view is. Nor do I care. I don't give a shit. I just think they're all, it's all, they all just want attention. Whatever. That's about the only attention I'm going to give them is that they're both fucking grifters. And I, I could kill it. They do nothing for America First. They do nothing for the MAGA movement. They do nothing but just bullshit about bullshit. And uh, yeah, I, I, I don't. I don't care. BR Newt2594. Good morning. Are you new in the chat? You look like a name I have not seen before and if you are welcome hit the thumbs up glad you're here jonathan allen good morning you sent me an email i'll have to check it i have not looked at really my uh my email hogman in the chat hogman is in the chat candace just needs to cut the shit and go right to only fans <laughs> hogs waiting he's like i'm waiting my subscription finger is is ready 
for the Candace Owens OnlyFans. <laughs> all right, so here you go for all the guys out there. Who's the better-looking conservative black girl, Candace Owens or Kim Klasik? That leave it in the comments. You can say it in the chat, but I want you to leave in the in the comments. the The question of the and even women can answer it: Who the most attractive black conservative is, female, Candace Owens or Kim Klasik? Someone remind me towards the end, and I'll give you my choice. But that's the question: Klasik or Owens? Welcome to all the newbies out there. Thank you for being here. Make sure you share. You hit the thumbs up. We've got a great little morning community going. I will say this. Um, I nothing, and I'm not mentioning anything, any specifics, but had an interesting call yesterday where there might be a rumble network that might be looking to basically give me a, a a slot, a time slot in their daytime show runnings. Uh, don't worry, MAGA mornings would not go anywhere. This this show stays, but it would be actually be a, a slot in the afternoon, um, maybe a, another rebranded show for me running my mouth for an hour live on Rumble. But not sure yet. It was, uh, I got a phone call yesterday. We'll see. Kim could be a dude. No, fuck you, Hog. No way. No way. I met Kim Klasik several times in person. There's no way she could be a dude. I could tell you that for f- fact. No way. No way. And I'll just say it now. My choice is Kim Klasik because I've seen her very up close and personal. It's uh, Candace looks. I saw Candace Owens in 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 person once, and she's um. She, and I don't even think she's great on camera, but she looks better on camera than she does in person. Yeah. Big Mac 79 in the house. Anyway, enough of those fucking freaks. The Daily Wire. Give me a break. The, the Daily Wire became nothing but a giant grift. It, it just, nothing but a giant grift. Money, 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 money. I, I get it. They're trying to, you know, the uh, alternative media source and things like that. And, but yeah, whatever. Uh, A rebranded show, where, Alan? Uh, So not, I I can't say yet. Um, but it, you know, it's 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 another, it's a Rumble network that's 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 pretty pretty a decent sized Rumble network. But I fell into your trap, hog. Fuck you. And if the the time, so the time slot would be well after the Dilly show. So there would be no, there would no be interruption, but it it just, it it was a phone call. I may get another follow-up phone call. I was asked about interest and I had to do a lot of thinking yesterday and we'll see what happens. But there, you know, I may be, I may be doing something else also. We'll see. I don't know. I'll see if I get another phone call. It sounded like they were interested. They asked me if I was interested, and then we went from there. Anyway, screw all that. We had these cucks with these wannabe fights on Capitol Hill. I don't know who the bigger cucks are. It's just this is amazing, but I want to see more of it. But I, I want to. I want to see. I want to see fists. I want to see fists landing in faces. I want to see teeth flying in Senate hearing rooms. 
Um, and I that's that's what I'm looking for. And I've been saying it a long time. Enough with the enough with the 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 pussy footing around. Let's. I somebody said it in the chat. Make dueling great again. I'd love to see that right on the Capitol grounds, right out there in front of the, uh, in, in front of Capitol Hill. Let's get two guys, guns in hand. Let's let them duel. And uh, if that's not the case, we should have some sort of ultimate fighting room in in the Capitol. You know, I don't care if it's two men enter, one man leave, one man leaves, whatever it is. You guys got a problem? Go go fight it out. Let's do this. Let's do this. Let's get Nancy Pelosi in there with uh, I don't know. Pick someone on the Republican side. <laughs> Elise, uh, Elise Distefonic, or Elise, Elise Stefanik, rather. Elise Stefanik. Even when I'm on vacation hunting, I never take a vacation. <laughs> no, Hog's a master troll. You see that. They're all cucks. They're all cucks. They'd stab their mother in the back to benefit their power. 100%. Representative Tim Burchett accuses former Speaker McCarthy of violently sucker punching him. Clean shot to the kidneys. I mean, all right, let's say this happens. Let's just say this happened. Let's say two guys, two adult men, the disagreements get a little enraged. There's, there's tension in the air. Something happens and someone punches or sucker punches another one. How do we find out about it? Because from what I'm seeing here, it's just like, so what did one guy run to the media and say, this guy sucker punched me? Did it leak to the media and the media went to him? Hey, we heard you got sucker punched. It's just all very weird. All very weird. Hey, we're talking about Burchett and McCarthy, too. They're all Nancy titties. They are all cucks. All of them. Representative Tim Burchett on Tuesday claimed former House Speaker Kevin McCarthy shoved and sucker punched him. Recall that Burchett was one of the GOP lawmakers who voted McCarthy out. He was very outspoken against Kevin McCarthy. McCarthy has denied the incident. Explain to us what happened with you and Kevin McCarthy. All right, so CNN grabbed Tim Burchett on the steps of the Capitol. Let's hear what he has to say here. Explain to us what happened with you and Kevin McCarthy. Well, I was doing an interview um, with um, Claudia from NPR, uh, a lovely lady, and she was asking me a question. And, and at that time, I uh, got elbowed in the back. And it kind of caught me off guard because it was a clean shot to the kidneys. And I turned back, and there was there was Kevin. And, Did um, you piss blood, Tim? And I, I for a minute, I was kind of, what the heck just happened? And then I, um, you know, I, I chased after him. Of course, he's a, as I've stated many times, he's a he's a bully with seventeen million dollars in a security detail. You know, he's the type of guy that. When you're a kid, would throw a rock over the fence and run home and hide behind his mama's skirt. And you mean just, a pussy? You know, he, he, uh, from behind that kind of stuff. It, you know, that's not the way we handle things in East Tennessee. We, we if we have a problem with somebody, I'm gonna look him in the eye and, and talk to him. Okay, so he walked down the hallway, hit you in his el- with his elbow. Yeah, you, you then- can you can go on Claudia's. Twitter account, it, it, it pretty much, um, or X account, it, right. it, it's, it's very accurate. But, okay, so then just explain. So you chased him? What, what do you mean you chased well, him? I just ran after him. I was like, what the heck? You know, why'd you do that? You know, because it was, uh, like I said, it, if you've ever been hit in the kidneys, it's a little little different. You don't have to hit very hard to cause a little bit of pain, a lot of pain. And and so I, and he just, of course, um, as he always did, does, he just uh, denies it or uh, blame somebody else or something, you know, and it was just a, 
little heated, but I just backed off because there wasn't any, I saw no reason. I wasn't gaining anything from it. And then everybody saw it, so it didn't really matter. Like he responded to you? Yeah, yeah, he just acted like, you know, what are you talking about? You know, who are you to, you know, that kind of thing. And it's just, you know, I think that's that's symptomatic of the problems that he, he's had in his short tenure as speaker. And were you face-to-face -face when you had this interaction? Yeah, yeah but there were security details. Were you scared? They, had, they were doing their job, so it wasn't exactly like he didn't, he wouldn't turn around and face me. He he kept scurrying. Why does, why does Kevin McCarthy... He was Speaker of the House. He's not Speaker of the House anymore. There's any. I have to. I have to call. I have to call some Congress people today. Um, why does Kevin McCarthy have a security detail, unless it's a private security detail? But if you're not House leadership anymore, unless House, unless the Speaker gets a protective detail for a certain amount of time, similar to like a Vice President, I don't think they get it for life. I'm curious about that. Why does he still have a security detail if he's not Speaker of the House? I I, I want to I'm I'm really curious about that. Anyway, so Tim Burchett he says he's still in pain from the sucker punch to the kidneys. Poor Tim. I, I don't really care about Tim Burchett. I don't care about any of them. But the clean shot to the kidneys. I like th this is literally what we're talking about in the Capitol now. And then there was a bunch of fights yesterday, or or almost fights. Almost fights because nobody has the balls to actually fist to cuffs and actually fight. Nobody does. They're all cunts, and and that's the way it is. But if somebody sucker punches you, I know he talks about a security detail. It's uh, so, so, some somebody's getting somebody's getting hit with a fucking chair. Something. So, so you, you're not you're not just getting away with a sucker punch. I don't give a shit who your security detail is. Member of Congress. Member of Congress. Whatever it is. Well, he says $17 million in a security detail. He's probably worth more than that. And he's one of the biggest. He is the biggest GOP fundraiser. Nobody can out-fundraise Kevin McCarthy for whatever reason. Yeah, straight to the fighting room. That's what Tim, they, we need a fighting room. He should have called out Kevin McCarthy right there like a high school kid and said, hey, scumbag, cuck, want to be Speaker of the House. Three o'clock at the Capitol flagpole. Let's go. Your security detail can watch me pummel the shit out of you. That's, that's, uh, yeah, check his corporate sponsors for that answer. But um, apparently NPR reporter Claudia uh, Grisales corroborated Burchett's account of what happened while talking to Representative Tim Burchett after the GOP conference meeting. Former Speaker McCarthy walked by with his detail and McCarthy shoved Burchett. Burchett lunged towards me. I thought it was a joke. It was not, and a chase ensued. Should have chased right to the fighting room. Have never. Uh, here's her tweet. Have never seen this on Capitol Hill, and I, I just read it. But she tweeted that out right after it happened. The NPR reported reporter continued. Burchett's back was to McCarthy and his detail walking by in the hallway. Then the lunge. Burchett responded jokingly as McCarthy walking. Sorry, Kevin. Didn't mean to elbow. Then seriously yelled. Why'd you elbow me in the back, Kevin? Hey, Kevin, you got any guts? Let's go to the fight room, Kevin. Two men enter. One man leaves. Burchett then looked back to me and said, jerk, referring to McCarthy. I said if I had done that before, Burchett, if he'd done that before, Burchett said no. That's when the chase ensued. Burchett took off after McCarthy and his detail. I chased behind with my mic. 
<laughs> NPR's Claudia Grisales detailed the rest of the incident on X. Representative Tim Burchett yelled after catching up to McCarthy. Hey, Kevin, why'd you do that? Why'd you walk behind me and elbow me in the back? Come on. I hate Kevin McCarthy. I didn't elbow you in the back. Burchett, you got no guts. You did so. The reporter said it right there. What kind of chicken move is that? Come on. You, not, not one swear word. Not, I, can't, I cannot trust anybody that doesn't curse. I'm sorry. I don't care who you are. I'd be like, you motherfucker. Come here. I'm going to pound your face into the fucking floor, you pussy. That, I'm sorry. Because he is still McPussy. <laughs> <laughs> Berger continued you got no guts you did so the reporter said it right there what kind of chicken move is that you chicken shit bull as fuck I'm just dropping all the I'm dropping all the curses you're pathetic man you are so pathetic three o'clock at the flagpole Berger starts to walk away from McCarthy tells me what a jerk and then yells back you need security Kevin uh-huh. you need security Kevin otherwise I'd be rearranging your face I'd shove my fist in your suck hole <laughs> Oh, my God. And it goes on and on and on and on and on. And Kevin McCarthy responded. And he, this guy, I mean, first of all, this guy likes getting blown by women who looked like shaved orangutans. Marjorie Taylor Green, Marjorie Taylor knee pads. Let's listen to this idiot. A reporter was interviewing Virtue or something. I guess her shoulders hit because Virtue runs up to me after. I didn't know what he was talking about. So the reporter's asking me. I did not run and hit the guy. I did not kidney punch him. I did not shoot anything like that. You didn't shot him. No. I, we're walking through. You you were at HC5, right? You guys line up along the way there. It was Bruce Wester and I walking out. He must have been interviewing someone. I didn't know it was him or something. I guess our elbows hit as I walked by. I didn't punch anybody. Did he but, 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 yeah, well, he, I guess it happened because when I was walking back further, somebody was interviewing me or talking to me, and he comes running up like, why, why, why did you... Hit me or something like that. I said, I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't even know something transpired. But reporters and witnesses said it looked like you, yeah. there's plenty of room for you to walk and that you intentionally hit him. There is, okay, not a place. Show me a reporter who saw that. Ask, call Bruce Wester. Career of lying. Oh, ask Bruce Westerwood. No, I did not go up. If I hit, if I would hit somebody, they would know I did. He said he knew he hit him. He said, he's a, he said he was in pain. Did you hit oh, him so hard? Come on now. That's what he said. Okay. Congressman Kinzinger wrote that you pushed him twice while he was in Congress in the chamber. When have I pushed him? Kinzinger said he was in the back railing once and you elbowed him and pushed you him. You said and then Gates. Kinzinger. Kinzinger. Oh, no, I don't, know, I don't know about Kinzinger. Either. Congressman Gates, though, is filing or uh, committing, submitting a complaint to the Ethics Committee oh, over this this issue. Do you have any response to Congressman Gates? No, I, I think ethics is a good place for Gates to be. Can I ask so, you I mean, about... Burchett said that you're the kind of guy, this is words, as a kid, would throw a rock and then go hide <laughs> under his mom's skirt. That was his exact words. What's your response to that? Is there bad blood between you and Burchett? None at all after he voted to oust you? Yeah. Bullshit. What did you say about the issue of decorum in Congress? I mean, there was a House oversight hearing where a member was called a smurf. You have over in the Senate <laughs> today. today. Jared Moskowitz. James Moskowitz. We'll get to that. Uh, you have Senator Mullen, Sorry. who was like about to fight a Teamster witness. I mean, yeah, we need that. How, why do you think things are so tense? Sorry. Why do you well, think I, things I, are I so think, tense? I right think now? members have been. Yeah. Things are tense because of cucks like Kevin McCarthy and others. Like, 
cucks like 70 GOP members who are who voted yes to fund the FBI between 300 and 375 million dollars for a new FBI headquarters. People are upset because they refuse to do anything about the border and Alejandro Mayorkas. People are upset because speakers of the house have, are just failing to do anything that they're promising to do like release the January 6th tapes. People are pissed off, people are fighting. And 100%. They're all arguing, they're all in fighting amongst each other. The left is over here in lockstep. They they have their their conference and caucus in order. They all know what they want to do, you know, and bring tyranny upon the American people. And Republicans, yes, they are the party AP unfiltered of fucking losers because this is what's happening. This this is what's going on. Meanwhile, you have the biggest political opponent, the front runner for president of the United States, Republican, being politically prosecuted, and none of these scumbags are speaking out against that. None of them are doing anything. None of them care. Very few of them care. Very few of them care. They're all bitch-made. Kevin McCarthy is that high school kid. He maybe may have been a half a bully, or opposite, he got stuffed in lockers and beat the shit out of in school. And now that he's a congressman, he can be the bully. He was Speaker of the House for a short time. He can be the bully. The one thing I'll say about Kevin McCarthy, he's very influential in the political world, unfortunately. And he holds in his pocket some of the largest donors of the GOP. Kevin McCarthy is going to be the bully from behind the bush throwing rocks, and you're not going to know it's him. And what he's going to be doing is he's going to be fundraising and campaigning against all of the eight people that voted to oust him, every single one. He has a personal vendetta against every single one. It is a giant high school setting in Congress. That I know for a fact. Those exact words were said to me by members of Congress, newer members of Congress, like it is high school here. You're walking among the halls. You have your group of friends. You have the people you hate whether they're in the same conference as you or on the other side of the aisle, you see that them in the hallway, you point and laugh. They play ridiculous, practical jokes, jokes on each other and poke and prod. And you know what? We pay for that. We're paying these people hundreds of thousands of dollars. And, oh, Kevin McCarthy gets his speaker pay for life because he was speaker of the house for 20 minutes. He, I, he, he, that's what he gets. <laughs> Arguing about elbowing each other and not acknowledging Trump as the nominee and building him up. Yep. While the left is actively at war with patriots and American civilians and allowing the FBI to hunt them down like fucking pieces of shit and then giving them rewards for it. Oh, he has $375 million. Go build yourself a new FBI headquarters. Cause the old one is crumbling, which is bullshit. That's that's what's happening. <clears throat> and you know what? Show me show me something real. I want to see I want to see broken jaw. If this is going to happen, I want to see broken jaws. I want to see blood. I want to see teeth fucking flying across the the marble rotunda floor. That's what I want to see. And of course, Matt Gates adding fuel to the fire. He files at the complaint against former House Speaker Kevin McCarthy 
after he lashed out and allegedly sucker punched Representative Tim Burchett. They're just going to fuck with each other and fuck with each other and fuck with each other until somebody just can't take it anymore. And 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 this, you know, Matt Gates, thanks for leading the charge to oust Kevin McCarthy. But listen, this, this just it's just more pussy nonsense. You know, Matt Gates, who led the charge on removing Kevin McCarthy, has filed an ethics complaint against McCarthy after he reportedly assaulted Tim Burchett. Give me a break. Matt Gates should just walk up to Kevin McCarthy and just just plant his fist inside Kevin McCarthy's mouth. Here's the here's the ethics complaint here. Not that it well, it's, I didn't I haven't even looked at it. Committee on Ethics Chairman, Guest, and Ranking Member Wild. It has come to my attention that this morning, November 14th, following a meeting of the House Republican Conference, Kevin McCarthy assaulted Representative Burchett in the hallways of Capitol Complex. This assault was witnessed by numerous people, including Claudia Griselli's of NPR, who was interviewing Representative Burchett at the time. For his part, Representative Burchett has described the attack as a sucker punch and a clean shot to the kidney. Needless to say, this incident deserves immediate and swift investigation by the Ethics Committee. It deserves ass beatings. It's what it deserves. That's what it deserves. The Congress have seen a substantial increase in breaches of decorum unlike anything we have ever seen since pre-Civil War era. I myself have been a victim of outrageous conduct on the House floor as well, but nothing like an open and public assault on a member committed by another member. The rot starts at the top. While Representative Burchett is within his rights to decline to press charges against Representative McCarthy, your committee does have a duty to investigate breaches of the binding code of official conduct, whose first rule is that a member shall behave at all times in manner, in a manner that shall reflect credibility on the House. The House has no fucking credibility. House hasn't had credibility. I don't even know if the House ever had credibility. They're all fucking scam artists. They're all thieves. They're all they're all corrupt. There is substantial evidence that Representative McCarthy breached his duty. You know what? You know what? Every single member of Congress, including Matt Gates, Lauren Boebert, Marjorie Taylor, knee pads, all of them have somehow breached their duty. They have all failed to uphold the Constitution of the United States. Hogman, you're sitting in a tree stand with your firearm hunting right now while you're watching, Ma- listening to MAGA mornings. Oh, man, I, I wish, I, I hope he blasts something during the show. That would be great. But th- this, is, this is what members of Congress, this is what they're doing. This is what they're doing. I, I don't even attempt YouTube anymore. I do not attempt YouTube anymore. It's, it's election season. I got thrown off YouTube four times. And me personally, I think anyone who would, if you're, if you're, if you're doing this, if you're a white, if you're a true right wing extremist and you're still allowed on YouTube, you're not doing it right. You're not doing it right. I've been, I've been blown off YouTube four times and I started other channels and started doing it and then got strike after strike after strike. And just, that's it. I'm, I'm, I'm done. I thought about maybe just throwing some shorts up there to try to drag people into rumble. I wish every conservative, every single right wing 
whether you whether it's a political show, a culture war show, uh, what, whatever you call yourself, MAGA hat wearing Trump supporters, every single one should not put a stitch of content on YouTube. Why are we supporting a platform? Because if your content is on there, I'm sorry, you're supporting the platform. So instead of, and I get it, YouTube's got a big audience. Well, let them have their big audience. They'll have a less a lesser audience if people stopped fucking grifting so much for money for their ad insertions and getting monetized and playing the YouTube game so you can get that money instead of actually talking real truth and how the fuck you want to talk and just leave YouTube to rot. Let, 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 let these left, leftist assholes have it because chances are you're on YouTube and you're wearing this hat, you're not monetized anyway. You're not monetized anyway, so why? It's stupid. Hoggle start fights every day in Congress. I believe it. Community notes on videos. Fuck YouTube. I'm sorry, but... I don't, I don't mean to offend anybody if there's any other content creators that might be popping in or watching, but if, you, if, you, if your stuff is on YouTube, try harder because it's YouTube is, is fucking stupid. It's fake and gay. That's what it's become. So oh, let me get rid of that. Here we go. That wasn't the only bullshit little... That wasn't even a fight. All right, a sucker punch in the kidneys, an elbow, possibly. These two cucks are just going at it. They're not caring about Joe Biden giving another $10 billion to Iran. They're not caring about the January 6th political prisoners that are being sentenced to rot in prison for being in unrestricted areas on Capitol grounds. They're not caring about First Amendment speech being being used to, to criminally prosecute conservatives. They don't give a fuck. They care about when someone is holding the next fundraiser for them. They care about who's hosting the next fundraiser for me. That's all they care about. Or if they're going to be able to write a book. Kevin McCarthy's going to write a book about being speaker. It's going to be called like Around the Capitol Rotunda as Speaker in 20 Minutes. Or some bullshit. So we had a senator. <laughs> this is great. Hold on a second. Maybe it could have been great if uh, if Bernie Sanders didn't break it up. Senator Mark Wayne Mullen is from Oklahoma. <clears throat> he stands up to fight labor union president during Senate hearing. I mean, first of all, he stood up. If this guy truly wanted to fight, I mean, he needed a little. He needed a little audio clip, a little video clip to make him lo- appear like a tough guy. You know, and he's got gun, he's got pictures with him at the of him with at the gun range. If he had any balls, he wouldn't have just stood up and stood there. He would have jumped over that fucking dais that that desk he's sitting behind. And in 3 seconds flat, he would have strided over and been over the table on this guy. And then we'll see who the big tough guy is. We, it should have been Capitol Police rushing in the room to separate these two and see who the hell is more bloodier or bruised up. That's what should have happened. Nothing, 
they're all wannabe tough guys. All they have is their words. They have their keyboards. Nobody's willing to take a pen and drive it through somebody's fucking nostril. Nobody. They're, they're, they're all cucks. Things got extremely heated during the Senate help committee hearing on Tuesday morning. Senator Mark Wayne Mullen from Oklahoma nearly got into a fight. No, he didn't. With Sean O'Brien, the general president of the International Brotherhood of Teamsters, during a Senate help committee meeting. Hearing, meeting, whatever, bullshit. Mullen challenged O'Brien to a fight after the senator from Oklahoma read a tweet from O'Brien that called Mullen a fraud and continued to say, you know where to find me, any place, anytime, cowboy. Those are fighting words. After reading O'Brien's tweets, Mullen stated, sir, at this time, this is the place. You want to run your mouth? We could be two consenting adults. First of all, when you start out as... Sir, this is the time. No, no, no. You want to fight? It's, hey, scumbag, right here, right now. Stand up and then jump over and let, let's have at it. This is, it, it. come on. Wannabe fight club. They need a fight club. They need people in there to teach these people how to act like real men. Fuck decorum. You know what? You want to fight? Let's fight. Get the cameras. Here's the video of this. I don't know. I'll call it pussification. Like he's self-made. Or I wish he was in the truck with me when I was building my plumbing company. Myself and my wife was running the office because I sure remember working pretty hard and long hours. What do you want, a medal? Seems like he's self-made. What a clown. Fraud. Always has been. Always will be. Quit the tough guy act and these Senate hearings. You know where to find me. Any place, any time, cowboy. Sir, this is a time, this is a place. You want to run your mouth? We can be two consenting adults. We can finish it here. Okay, that's fine. Perfect. You want to do it now? I'd love to do it right now. Well, stand your butt up then. You stand your butt up. Oh, hold on. Oh, hold, stop it. Thank you. Solutionary poll. No, no, sit down. Oh, you're a clown. Sit down. Okay. You're, no, you're a United States senator. Sit down. United okay. States senator. Sit down, please. All right. Can I respond? Oh, hold on. I got, I, got, I got to rewind it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but this guy should have jumped. Should have jumped over. Of course, this is going to do the now. Do this now, and I want to replay it. It always does. It buffers because it's stupid. Hold on. I got to do this. It's not that. I uh, uh, forget it. Not just that. That this. This is the shit that pisses me off. Here you go. Anyway. Well, why? Well, why is this guy not 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 jumping over the dead? This guy didn't want to fight. They don't want to fight. That is a. <laughs> is he great though? Or which one is great? I mean, I don't know. I think I think I think if he wanted to fight, he would have fought. He would he would have jumped up and he would have fought. Yeah, let me see if this will play again. I don't know why this isn't playing. Give me one second. Here we go. Now it'll play. Like he's self-made. Or I wish he was in the truck with me when I was building my plumbing company. Myself, my wife was running the office because I sure remember working pretty hard and long hours. Pretends like he's self-made. What a clown. Fraud. Always has been. Always will be. Quit the tough guy act and these Senate hearings. You know where to find me, any place, 
any time cowboy. So this is a time, this is a place. You want to run your mouth? We can be two consenting adults. We can finish it here. Okay, that's fine. Perfect. You want to do it now? I'd love to do it right now. Well, stand your butt up then. You stand your butt up. Oh, hold on. Oh, hold, stop it. Is that your solution? Every poll. Oh. No, no, sit down. Oh, you're a clown. Sit down. Okay. You know, you're a United States senator. Sit Active. Oh, okay, okay. Sit down, please. All right. Can I respond? Hold Shepard. it. Hold it. If hold we can't, no, I have the mic. Said. I'm sorry. This is hold it. They, they got, they got so much room for fighting right there. Oh, no, you can't. This is a hearing. I mean, they got a lot of room for fighting. Look at all that room for activities right there. Right there. They should have been jumping over their desks right there. That, that poor guy, the reporter, whatever, he'd have to get out of the way. Just beat the snot out of each other. We can get the hydrogen peroxide and clean out the blood stains of the nice blue carpet later on. Kick the shit out of each other. Let everybody scream and yell. And then we got to get a couple other people that are going to block the way so it delays Capitol Police or anybody from blocking the fight. They literally should have UFC octagons in cap at Capitol Hill. And then and then at the same time, like like Bernie, Bernie Sanders is just yelling and screaming. Somebody needs to drop kick him in the neck. I know there's a lot of tension going on up on Capitol Hill. It's only a matter of time before an actual fist lands. I don't know how it happened. Well, it hasn't happened already because these guys are pussies. Politics have become so pussified. Everybody's afraid of mean tweets. Everybody's afraid of people raising their voice. They always like to use the word terroristic threat. They've threatened violence. Well, you know what? We might need some violence. We might need some heavy-duty bullying on Capitol Hill. I know we need bullying of politicians by the American people. Again, I'll, that, that should be a shirt. Make bullying and shaming great again because it needs to happen. And they should be bullying each other. Someone, yeah, someone called Dana White. <laughs> Raskin would just be crying. Jamie Raskin, we, we would make him a ring girl. We would put that little faggot in a bikini and, and <laughs> with a big cardboard sign as the ring girl <laughs> at the UFC fight club i mean you remember that that old that old show what was it on um adult swim uh celebrity death match congressional death match i i think i think it could be do you know how much money these people could raise for their campaigns if they held ufc style fights it doesn't even have to be at the capitol you can take it off capitol grounds if you want Find a neutral place, congressman, a congressman, Republican, a Democrat, Republican, a Republican, or whatever it is, boxing, UFC style, Marjorie Taylor Greene and AOC kicking the shit out of each other, Lauren Burbert and Mar Marjorie Taylor Greene kicking the shit out of each other. Yep, have Vegas odds on the fight. Oh my God. John Cardildo and his double D milkies. Oh, he he lashed out at me this morning, Hog Man. I triggered him. He's talking about, you know, DeSantis and college and Mitt Romney and then posting pictures of Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton. Where yeah. Don, Donald Trump, the the billionaire real New York City real estate mogul, and he openly says it. 
local politics, Democrat, national Republican. That's how it is in New York if you want to be a real estate mogul. And uh, yeah, you invite Hillary Clinton, who's running for or at or state senator at the time of New York. You in, invite her to your to your uh, to your wedding. That that's that's how you that that's what you do. That's and then he. Uh, I, I posted pictures of uh, Donald Trump and Ronald Reagan and Donald Trump and Richard Nixon, and he lashed out at me and had to school me and tell me everything that I already knew. And then he got mad. I called him a scumbag. John Cardildo. He blocked me and then he unblocked me and then he blocks me and he unblocks me. I want to see bare knuckle too. Bare knuckle fights. And I, they could listen. Not that I want them all to make money, but they could capitalize on this for their campaigns. You know how many people the sponsors would come out? Do you know the viewership? Congressional fights sanctions congressional bare knuckle fist fights or boxing matches because you got to start them out slow because they're all pussies the viewership i think they would get more viewership and better well attended than like the ufc at madison square garden the world would tune in to see two sitting congressmen or two sitting senators kick the snot out of each other and they can they can each sell tickets to their side and, and raise money for their campaigns. Why the fuck not? Why not? <clears throat> I think it would be amazing. I think the money should go to, 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 to better causes, like, you know, the Patriot Freedom Project and helping January 6th defendants, but, you, you know, I don't think any of them would want to raise money for that at all. Oh, speaking of, hold on a second. I, I, I got I to gotta pull this up because I forgot and it was sent to me because all of you people have been, I have to download it. One second, people. Live show. This is what happens. Let me grab this. So why is this doing this? All of you people that have unbelievably generously donated to the January 6th uh, Christmas drive. And I, I don't know why I didn't have it, but this is the actual flyer for it from Patriot Freedom Project. The Patriot Family Christmas Drive. And they're collecting, again, gift cards for families. And that's all the money that you have been donating in the Rumble chats. This is what it's going towards. Okay. Uh, it's going towards the gift cards for the families. They're also they're also collecting stockings filled with unwrapped gifts. They're also asking for monthly donations to support families throughout the year for various things like groceries, rent, mortgages, electric bills. Um, but this is what I'm going to be using all the money that you've donated through the show and anyone who's a monthly subscriber the money from there, because you could subscribe to the Rumble channel for $5 a month. I'm not taking that money and putting it in my pocket. I'm putting it towards things like this. And actually right now, pretty much all of the, all of the monthly money, because there are, there are a few of you that, that donate on the Rumble channel for $5 a month, you subscribe, and I appreciate that. All that money is going to go towards the monthly donations to support families, the January 6th families throughout the year. But this is the Patriot Freedom Project that I'm involved with. Cynthia Hughes runs it. Um, and again, I, I thank you 
all so much that you that you've the, the donations you've given. Uh, I know we're over two thousand dollars, and that's going to be turned into again Amazon gift cards for all of the January sixth kids whose parents are in in jail for fucking bullshit. C3P meme in the house. I played your uh, Trump and Sons video yesterday mid-show. C3P. Awesome. And your and your wonderful cigar order went out yesterday, but I think I told you that. Anyway, this is the cause. Patriot Freedom Project. This is what you've all been donating money to, and I thank you so much. And I'm going to continue supporting the Patriot Freedom Project. Going to be doing some events with them, hopefully through the new year, some fundraisers. I did a couple, I sponsored a couple at Bedminster over the summer that Donald Trump did come to and directly financially supported. Not only that, but he gave, you know, Bedminster the venue and the food for free to the Patriot Freedom Project. Like the Bedminster didn't even charge the Patriot Freedom Project to use Bedminster. It was unbelievable. So they could raise money for the January 6th families. So when somebody turns around and tells you, um, that Donald Trump does nothing for January Sixers. I can tell you from firsthand experience and seeing with my own eyes, being involved in it, that he does a lot. He's just not looking for the notoriety for it because he's not trying to turn it political when his opponents are trying to turn it political against him. They can all fuck off. Patriot Freedom Project. That's what uh that's what it's about. And I'm I'm gonna throw that up on social media today uh and whatnot. All right, where am I? Oh, so a little more fighting, a little more bullshit pussyfooting around at the Capitol uh, yesterday. It all seems to happen at the uh, at the same on on the same day, I think, or within days of each other. But a lot of arguing, a lot of veiled, like, "Oh, I'll kick your ass!" Little sucker punches. It's heating up on Capitol Hill. I'll give it that. But I I want I just I want to see it over the edge. I just want to see it over the edge. I want. A fist thrown. Hold on, what do we got? OMG, speaking of Patriot cigars, ah, Laura Ann, 20 bucks, your late fee. <laughs> God bless all the children. Laura Ann, you, you've, you've donated quite a bit, and I appreciate it. Again, 20 bucks towards the January 6th kids. Uh, gift card drive from Laura Ann. OMG, speaking of Patriot cigars, dude, I love the commercial you have on Dilly. I laugh every time. No, Bill, we know what you do with them. Oh, you know, since you said it, and it's a perfect time, you're talking about the best cigar, the best cigar commercial of all time right here. When he salutes the flag, the flag salutes back. When he questions the outcome of an election, the DOJ indicts itself. When he sneezes, people say, God bless America, Cuba, imports cigars from him. He is the most patriotic man in America. I don't always smoke cigars, but when I do, I smoke Patriots. Stay MAGA, my friends. Mm, my favorite. Can I get one of those? No, Bill. We all know what you like to do with cigars. Patriot Cigars, a premium smoke for freedom-loving Patriots. The Patriot Cigar Company's story started with Alan Jacoby's love of cigars and love of America. There's no better way to celebrate the freedoms we cherish than smoking a premium Patriot cigar. Whether it's TNTs, Moabs, Hellfires, or Mark 48 torpedoes, all Patriot cigars are handmade and blended 
with 100% long filler premium Nicaraguan tobacco to bring you the smoothest smoking experience imaginable. Patriot cigars are enjoyed by many of MAGA's finest. Do yourselves a favor and order some today. God bless America, and God bless Patriot Cigars. Patriot Cigars, my company, mypatriotcigars.com. You can use promo code MAGA. You can use promo code Dilly, 25% off. But it's the 15th through November 19th, a few days away. You can save 30% on the entire site by using promo code VETERAN for Veterans Day. That's promo code VETERAN for 30% off until October 19th. And then we go back to 25% deal using promo code MAGA. And I'm sure there'll be a probably a Black Friday deal. I, uh, there's always a lot of deals around the holidays. The best way to find out about them is, of course, I'll tell you on my show, but... If you're signed up for the on the website, if you go to mypatriotcigars.com and put your email in, you'll find out about all the great promos and sometimes giveaways, as well as following the uh, cigar company on Instagram at Patriot Cigar Company spelled out. Make sure you're following the cigar company on Instagram at Patriot Cigar Company, and uh, you'll find out about the sales there. It is the best part of the show. It is the best cigar commercial in the world done, produced, and created by the Dilly Meme team, specifically Ramble Rants and Phantom Shadow. They did a great job on it. And if you want to be as cool as big memers like C3P memes, who just ordered a shit ton of cigars yesterday, you should too. And until the 19th, you use promo code VETERAN for 30% off. And I will tell you, the Dilly Show, proud sponsor of the Dilly Show, Patriot Cigars, through my business. Um, and, and weekly, the Dilly 300, comes through with a lot of um, orders for Patriot Cigars. Yesterday was, uh, was a lot. Um, and it was, uh, it, was, it, was, it was pretty awesome. Yeah, AP Unfiltered, I just got that. I, I will in a little bit. I'm, I'm technico- technologically retarded sometimes, so... I'll, I'll I'll do it a little later. I am the cigar extremist. I am the right wing cigar king. Don't ever forget it. The cigar extremist. Everybody loves that commercial. When are we going to Patriot Whiskey to go with them? Can I tell you something, Jonathan Allen? It's funny you say that. I was approached by somebody not too long ago, asking me if I would be interested in somehow maybe collaborating with a distillery and doing Patriot or whiskey to pair with it. I didn't say no. My answer was I have to look into the legalities of it with selling it online. It, it might be the same as tobacco. I had, a, I had to jump through hoops with, with the tobacco online for direct sales. It was, a, it was a real grueling process. I will tell you, though, I am working on a coffee pairing, um, and I have uh, hopefully I have to actually follow up with them, but Beard Vet Coffee, right here. I was in contact with them. The great people over there. You should be supporting Beard Vet Coffee. Big supporters of the Dilly Show as well. They are working on two coffee blends for me, for the cigars that I'm going to be offering on my website with uh, cigar bundles and things like that. But who knows? Who knows? Oh, look at this. Look at this with the, with the, uh, with the, uh, 
sneaking in some bullshit link. You get rid of that. I know you're already on top of it. Beard Vet, they're great. Kenny, all those guys, they're great over there. All right, enough about cigars, coffee, and whiskey. Although, it's three of my favorite things. Again, number one, front page Rumble podcast section. We were number one yesterday. We're number one again today. Oh, and you know who was number six? I didn't even realize that he commented right below me. Miguel California on his daily prayer show was number six. He was in the top 10. He was, uh, I didn't notice it when I posted it yesterday and he messaged, Hey, who's that below you? Miguel California, the Dilly Mean Team show was in the top 10 at number six uh, at the time that the screenshot was sent to me. So that was pretty awesome. It's always nice to see. I don't really think it means anything, but it's cool. <laughs> it's a cool screenshot to get. Oh, hey, look, I'm going to post it. Whatever. Anyway, more bullshit fights and arguments on Capitol Hill. Fireworks. Fireworks. Fireworks are going to be when somebody again gets up and makes somebody's face explode from their fist. Then we can call it fireworks and blood splatter. Representative Comer dresses down Democrat lawmaker in dispute over James Biden's $200,000 check to Joe Biden. That is bullshit. I hate this little geek, Jared Moskowitz. He's from Florida. I, I cannot stand him. Let's go right to the video. Let's go right to the video of these cringy shitheads. Um, the chairman mentioned something, actually. He said that the Biden administration can't have it both ways. And I agree with that, Mr. Chairman, um, which is why I'm happy to yield you some of my time today, Mr. Chairman, because I think you owe it to the American people to explain why you've gone on Fox News and told people that while the president was out of office, he, he had a loan with his brother, and in a way they were evading taxes. It has come out in the public that you also do business with your brother with potential loans. And so since you have framed that and manipulated that with the American people, that Joe Biden did something wrong when he wasn't in office, I just would like to know if you would like to use some of my time. I would love, I would love it. Okay. Pee-wee Moskowitz. I love it. You retweeted that story. Completely false. I've never loaned my brother one penny. My father, who was a dentist, had some farmland. He died. And my brother couldn't afford... He wanted to sell it, but he wanted to keep it in the family. So I bought it from my brother. That story that you tweeted also said I had a shell company. That is bullshit. You can come to Monroe County and look at all the land that is titled in that LLC. I think just get up and kick his the ass. The problem is, you know, they tried to get the White House tried to get CNN to write that story. They went around and investigated all this bullshit that Ian Sams is trying to tell people that only dumb, financially illiterate people pick up on <laughs> and said that uh, it was a shell company. Oh, peewee. Because it was an LLC. You're so financially illiterate that you think because something says LLC, it's a shell company. This company, which I financially disclose, has properties. Okay? It manages over a 1,000 acres of land for hunting purposes. It owns different properties. I'm one of the largest landowners in my home area. Okay? I went to the bank and I borrowed money and I bought that land. I didn't get wires from Romania, China. <laughs> my family doesn't get wires. Okay? Never loaned my brother money. Don't have 
an LLC. But you and Goldman, who is Mr. Trust Fund, continue to try Recla to- Reclaiming my time. No, I'm not going to give you your time back. We can stop the clock. You all continue to, you look like a Smurf here, just going around and all this stuff. <laughs> uh, Mr. You look Chairman, like a you Smurf. Have, I'm you, tell you no, no, hold, hold on. If we're, you if we're not on time, we you disinformation. You, you, you have you gone on TV and you said the president did something you illegal. You're doing stuff with your brother. The American people have the same question. Why it's should they believe you? Why You're should they believe you? Another fight. We need Why a fight. They there's you there's a different do. rule for you the president. There's a different rule for you. Why should they believe UFC you? UFC Octagon, bring it. Why? You go on Fox News and say... Loans you and deals are way to evade taxes. We don't smurf. know what you're doing or not. Is the Dilly you know, Meme team going to make no him idea. a Smurf this week? I want to know. But when the president well, you've says already something, been is the Dilly Meme team going to take on the task and Smurf out little Smurf Moskowitz? Is that going to happen? I, I got to tell you, I, well, I can see the meme now, and I'm not a memer. Moskowitz the Smurf and James Comer is Gargamel. I don't know. It could be an interesting one, people. Proven a liar, Mr. Moskowitz. What's that? You've already been proven a liar. Who's proven me a liar? Pee-wee. Yes. Your word means well, nothing, Mr. Chairman. Go to my hometown. Pee-wee Herman There's Smurf. There's a camera crew there today, an opposition research crew there today. Mr. Chairman, this seems, to have gotten under your, this seems to have gotten under your skin. I'll I pay mean, for your I, ticket. I, I, I think the American people have lots of questions, Mr. Chairman, and perhaps you should sit maybe for a deposition. I, would, I will be questions. happy. I will sit with Hunter Biden and Jim Biden, and we can go over our LLC. That, that'll be great. I'll, I'll make sure the ranking hey, member that. is happy that, that. that you'll we'll sit, at a, sit at a table. Mr. All Chairman, right. I, I make a point of order What's your that, that we should return to regular order uh, uh, for the benefit the, of the other members. The ranking member makes a good point. I'll reclaim my time, Mr. Chairman. I'll, I'll, I'll wrap it up quickly. All I'm saying, Mr. Chairman, is you may have done nothing wrong. No, but you tweeted no, but that all, I did. I'm, I'm reclaiming my time, Mr. Chairman. All I'm, there is a story out there, right, because we believe everything in the media, like when you go on Fox News and say things and everyone says that they're true with innuendos and ifs and maybe the Biden family, the crime family, all this nonsense. But when it happens to you, it's fake news. And what I'm saying is there so should you be the same. No, I'm proclaiming my time, Mr. Chairman. There should be the same standard. You said. Oh, my God. Just get up and fight. Just get up and fight. Please. Pee Wee Moskowitz. Pee-wee Herman Smurf Moskowitz, please. I mean, so he's accusing James Comer of doing the same shit that Joe and Hunter Biden do with, and the Biden family with Shell LLCs. If this little geek scumbag knew anything about big real estate, if you're buying that much land and that much real estate, you're buying them in LLCs to protect yourself from liability so that they can't take your home from you or your land from you. A lot of people do it. I do it. That's what you do because you're allowed to do that. What you're not allowed to do is open up shell LLCs that have no value meaning if they're accepting money and not providing a service what's the what's the deal with the llc what are you trying to you're trying to avoid taxes certain taxes you're trying to hide money which a lot of big business people do as well but when that's business people when you're a politician your entire adult life 
when you become the youngest senator in American history, I don't know if, if Biden still holds that record, then start opening up all these LLCs in your family's name and all this foreign money gets bounced around. Yeah, that's a problem. That's fraud. That's bribery. That's fucking treason. They are so dumb. They're so dumb. We need UFC. We need UFC octagons. That, that's what we need. I, I, don't, I don't know what else to, to say about it. Fight Club. It's a failed Fight Club at Capitol Hill. But I, I, I'll be honest with you. I, I truly feel that it's heating up to something where there will at some point be a fist thrown. Somebody's going to get so triggered and aggravated. I, we need to see it. We need the fights. The American people need to see it. Make fist fighting great again. Make bullying great again. Make shaming great again. Make just badgering these cucks in Congress great again. <laughs> but Hunter was providing a service, national security classified records. <laughs> he was the um what's that old that that thing in the library that nobody uses anymore? He was the national security uh uh, card catalog, right? What do you need? Just look it up. Oh, you need classified documents on Russia. You need classified documents on what's going on in Ukraine. Here you go. That's going to cost you $52,000. But um, you're going to have to buy one of my paintings for half a million in order to get this. Oh, my God. They were hugging it out afterwards. It's a, it wouldn't surprise me. They were probably docking. Good morning, Jim Eagle. It's got to be one of the best names around. Jim Eagle. What's your name? Eagle. Jim Eagle. <laughs> All right, it's great. Yeah. They were probably hugging it out. They were probably making out. They probably went out to lunch. They probably wrote each other checks. It, it, it's such it's such disgustingness on what goes on. I just want to check something here. Okay. I just wanted to look at the at the breaking news, if there was anything good before what I had up. I still have some stuff to get through, so we're still going, people. And in case you didn't know, in case you didn't know, even though we have members of the military dying in training accidents in the Mediterranean, which, by the way, I don't know if I missed it. Maybe someone can school me. We had five... Members of our military die in a training exercise in the Mediterranean on, I believe, a hell, uh, it was a Blackhawk. Has anyone from the White House made any comments on it? And I mean, whether it's the president or the vice president, has Joe Biden or Camel Toe, Cum Dumpster, Harris, made any, any comments, remarks on the five young Soldiers that died plummeting into the Mediterranean on a Blackhawk. Anything? I don't think. Um, are they, they they weren't. I don't. They weren't Navy SEALs. They weren't Navy SEALs. They were they were special operations, but I don't think they were Navy SEALs. GOP Josh is in the house. If you are not following GOP Josh on Twitter, one of the best, most based alpha. Gen Z conservatives of all time, you're missing out. Get on Twitter right now and go follow GOP Josh or get the fuck out of my show chat room. 
That's what you need to do. You need to go follow GOP Josh and his show. What is it? The conservative crusader, right? GOP Josh. GOP Josh, you can drop your Twitter link in the chat and you can drop your show link in the chat if you'd like. AP Unfiltered won't yell at you. They say it's been conf- they did say it was a training exercise that there have there's no reports of any um enemy interference or enemy or that it was shot down or anything like that. They are saying oh, AP Unfiltered did it already. Yeah. Ah, uh, see, GOP Josh, you just got followed by one of the biggest memers in the game. C3P memes. You better follow him back, GOP Josh. You better be following all the memers. This is what it's all about. GOPJosh.com for everything. Look at him. He's got his own website. Just comes in here with big dick alpha energy. Are you old enough to vote yet? Are you voting in 2024? <laughs> GOP Josh is great. I was with him at Bedminster over the summer. Him and J.R. Majewski, we went to uh, the Sounds of Freedom event. And President Trump shouted out. GOP Josh is one of the greatest, one of the greatest Gen Z conservatives out there making big moves in Ohio. Let's get J.R. Majewski elected GOP Josh. He was an awesome guy. Anyway, I don't think, I don't think Joe Biden's made any comments on those five that perished out of the Mediterranean. Um, But but what he did do is go to some bullshit uh <laughs> this is the fifth national climate assessment historic climate action oh which i think he wants 6 billion dollars for some climate bullshit anyway that doesn't matter world war 3 the world teeters on world war 3 but still but still climate change is the ultimate threat to humanity i have a question if climate change is the ultimate threat to humanity, is that does that mean now right-wing extremists are below climate change as a threat? Or are we still above climate change? I'm trying I'm a little confused. Right-wing extremists, MAGA hat wearing Trump supporters. Are we still before climate change or are we after now? It's getting a little, it's getting a little crazy. Oh, that's right. C3P mean that's right. You're you're in Ohio also. There you go. No, you didn't derail the show. I derail my own show. I run on tangents. Who cares? What? We're going to talk about a format? Who gives a shit? I like, I'll talk about stuff and I'll, I'll get wrapped up in the chat. This is what makes my show go two and two and a half hours, but it's great because I hate the shows that are live that don't acknowledge the live chat. I'll go on Rumble and I'm watching a show. And I'm like, the live chat's going crazy. And I'm I'm more in tune to the live chat than I am of, of, of the show. I'm like, why aren't they acknowledging these people in the chat? It's just fucking great. Yeah. The chat makes the show. That's like, I used to do pre-recorded shows. And when I saw the live stuff, I'm like, I want to do that. And fuck all the editing. Let's do live shows. I would never turn back and never not do a live show. For the sole reason is, I want to interact with you people with no lives that is sitting here watching me. I think it's great. You're all great. It's a community of MAGA right-wing extremists. We can all be on a list together. When they round us all up and the FBI throws me in the back of a bearcat, all I'm going to be doing is saying, guys, can you please put me 
in the same cell block, cell block as AP Unfiltered, as Buck Fighting, as Rocket, as Jonathan Allen, GOP Josh. I'm just going to rattle everybody that I know the names in the chat that are in every morning. Please, we have to be in the same cell block. You can't separate us. Please. We need our community. <laughs> We're, this is going to be the next RICO charge. Deplorables unite. It's a RICO conspiracy. They're all in a live chat together every morning. Conspiring to overthrow the government. <laughs> it's going to, I hope, I hope that they have a whole wing and I want to be there with all the memers. Dilly, he's got that. Hopefully they'll give him a microphone. <laughs> Maybe they'll give me one and we can just, just have a giant community in federal prison out on the yard doing like live streams. Maybe we can, we can make it happen. <laughs> FEMA camps, here we come. <laughs> Where's Jim Eagle? He owes me commissary. <laughs> uh, oh, fuck all these people. Every single one of them, including this piece of shit, Joe Biden. Climate change is the ultimate threat to humanity. This zombie motherfucker is the ultimate threat to America. Government, as it stands right now, is the ultimate threat to America. So Joe Biden on Tuesday delivered remarks on his administration's efforts to combat so-called climate change from his fake White House set in the South Court Auditorium. Barack Obama was he, he was occupying the Oval Office at the time, so they had to do it at the fake White House set. 80-year-old Joe Biden slurred his words and coughed his way through his remarks. At one point, Joe Biden claimed climate change is the ultimate threat to humanity, and that's really the only clip I have here on this because I can't listen to him speak. You know, I've seen firsthand what the reports make clear, the devastating toll of climate change and its existential threat to all of us and is the ultimate threat to humanity climate change did they just change the words remember when he said the same thing the reports are clear and you know right-wing extremists are, are the biggest threat and he said something to that effect i believe i mean come on this this is the ultimate threat to humanity meanwhile you have iran and their proxy militias and proxy army attacking U.S. military bases. Yeah, Iran's proxy army, Hamas, there you go. They're, they're, they're part of Iran's proxy army. Launched a terror attack on Israel, which we know, and they took American hostages and American lives. Tensions are escalating on the Lebanon border. Hezbollah terrorists are exchanging gunfire with Israel Defense Forces, forces which I don't care. Rockets from Syria also fired at Israel. I don't care. Israel's, they're, they're big boys over there. They can take care of their own. The entire Middle East is growing more and more unstable by the day because of Joe Biden, because of the Biden regime, because we're a joke. Russia nuclear powers threatening the United States as the Biden regime continues to supply Ukraine with military aid, which, by the way, is not even going to them. It's going to the black market. It's going to, it's getting stolen in Poland and then being sold to the same Hamas terrorists that went into Israel and gunned down people at bus stops. Most of those weapons, by the way, were not from the Afghan gift from America, leaving our weapons in Afghanistan. No, 
most of the weapons, the military-issued weapons, the United States military-issued weapons used by Hamas and the Israel terrorist attack were from weapons that were sent from us to Ukraine and intercepted in Poland and stolen and then given or sold to Hamas through Iran. <sighs> Brain-dead potato. When they were still talking about global warming, I once said it was climate change. And that was a natural thing. Then about six months later, they started calling it climate change. Yeah, it's all bullshit. But now they're kicking 10% of aid to the big guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. The vax is giving people climate change. The vax is making people die of climate change. I think you have a better chance of dying from, you, no, not, I think you have a better chance of dying from the vaccine than climate change. Yeah, nobody's dying from climate change. Stop it. It's fake and gay. But we need $6 billion for it. Many, many billions of dollars for climate change so we can just scam the American people. Yes. And then after the remarks, he just shuffled away. Right. We got Iran's proxy armies literally attacking American bases in Syria. And uh, we're giving Iran more money. We're unfreezing more money for Iran. We'll get to that soon. So yesterday we covered how the eight members of the Republican conference and then another 11 or 13 of it that didn't vote, but the ones that voted to shelve Alejandro Mayorkas' impeachment to go let it die in committee because they're, they're not going to impeach Alejandro Mayorkas which is a shame, but they're going to waste their time on attempting to impeach Joe Biden, which again, I'll say it again here that I don't have the confidence that every Republican will vote to impeach Joe Biden. If the articles of impeachment actually come up for a vote, I don't think every Republican will vote to impeach Joe Biden. I truly believe that. Um, we'll see though. We'll see. I don't think there'll ever be a hearing in the Senate because I think the impeachment of Joe Biden will get defeated in the House. And if that happens and those political optics happen, just like the political optics that we can't even get Alejandro Mayorkas a vote to impeach him on the floor correctly, I don't see us, listen, I, I don't see us retaining the majority in 2024 in Congress. I really don't. I, I don't. The way the Republicans are and how gutless and pussified they are, the entire conference, there is no confidence that I have that we keep the majority, the slim majority that we have in 2024. There's a lot of work to be done in a year. And right now, if the election was, if the election was a month from now, I'd say right now we're losing the House. There's no fucking way we're keeping it. None. Climate change, winter, spring, summer, and fall. <laughs> That's like seasonal depression comes every three months. <laughs> yes, and it's about the people that did not vote as well. But so Andy Biggs, they caught up with him, uh, the Gateway Pundit in the Capitol, and he, dis he discusses Mayorkas impeachment and also reveals news from a classified briefing. I wonder if he'll get scolded for this. That two million plus illegals have crossed the border and we don't know who they are and that we cannot vet them. I'm going to go right to the video at the bottom of this, which is standby. I know it's a larger video. Here we go. They caught up with him in the Capitol. 
Jordan Conradson with the Gateway Pundit. I'm here with Congressman Andy Biggs from Arizona. So, you know, sir, we, we just got out of the injuries caused by the COVID-19 vaccines hearing. You, you know, it tells me what tells me that this isn't about safety or a virus is the fact that we're allowing millions of illegal immigrants in into our country across the border without checking their vaccine status. Right. So why, why right. is it that? Joe Biden and Secretary Mayorkas are doing this while pushing the whole COVID hysteria. Is it is it meant to kill us and put us in danger? Well, I've said since day one of, of uh, COVID uh, that it was designed to centralize power and control mm -hmm. in Washington, D.C. And you've seen that over and over again. Uh, right. And that's everything from the lockdowns, mask mandates. Uh, don't forget, for instance, the mask. I, I have literally over 100 studies on my sitting on my desk that said that masks don't work, right? Right. So all of that was to, to bring control of power to D.C. At the same time, having an open border, letting uh, millions of people across our border and, and distribute throughout the country, that also is designed to give them control of power in Washington, D.C. Mm -hmm. So today, are, do you think we're going to have the votes to impeach Mayorkas in the House? Um, you know, I'm hearing that leadership is trying to stonewall this. Is that true? Um, there will be a motion to table. It's going to be really close. I, mm -hmm. I can, I can probably think of two or three Republicans that might vote to, to table it, which would postpone it, right? But I am hoping that I'm wrong on that. I'm hoping that which I'm they wrong did that because we need every Republican vote. But uh, my cracker Jack Keen tells me that the count. It only takes three Republicans to vote no. Right. And, and uh, eight voted no. That, that really has me concerned. Right. And then, you know, one, one thing I want to talk about, they say there's no evidence that uh, Mayorkas has failed in his duty, that he's putting oh America in danger. My goodness. I, I have filed, I, I was the first person to sponsor an impeachment resolution. I sponsored a second resolution. Mm -hmm. I signed on to every resolution as far as I know. This guy has basically changed the culture of the United States of America. He's changed the geography of the United States. If you want to know what the great replacement states, the first theory thing that goes in a failed nation, it's to lose control of your geographical integrity. We have lost right. control of that. This guy is the architect for that. You've got people that are dying. I tell you what, you go down there. You've been down there, Jordan, so you oh, know. Yeah. It's, it's, it's an absolute disaster. And in Arizona right now, what we're seeing happening at our border is 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 worse than it's ever been. So, right. uh, this guy should not be holding any any uh, uh, job of of, of uh, any kind of responsibility. Let's talk about some of the laws he's broken. Mm. How about this one? How about um, operational control under the S uh, Secure Fence Act of 2006? He came before Congress and said that he that he had control, operational control. Lie. When we re when we read to him what what the law is, he said that he said he had the audacity to say, "Oh, I I don't I don't care what the official law is. We've kind of redefined what operational control is, and under our definition, we, we have operational control. How about you're not supposed to release people into the country uh, while they await the change of their immigration status? Right. A million. Oh yeah. Millions for He's, for a court date a few years away, right? Well. Uh, anywhere from six to eight years out. How about this one? You have a, a million and a half people who have removal orders or deportation orders. 
give them to them after they've had due process in American courts. He's told them, don't, don't look for them, don't remove them. That's, wow. that's the idiocy of what's happening. <laughs> right. And then, you know, I, I want to get your thoughts on this last thing. Coming from Tucson, Arizona, the great Garrett Lewis, he's reporting that, you know, illegals are hanging Palestinian flags inside of one of the complexes where they're housed. With, with, with the current climate of the world right now, you know, we're teetering on World War fucking III terrorist and, cells. you know, fighting Islam. What what are your thoughts on this? What does this say about our national security threat? Well, oddly enough, I just had a classified briefing last week on the on the numbers of people uh, on terror watch list and what their what their background is um, mm -hmm. coming in. And we know those are only the people we know, the people that that we've been able to vet, we've been able to interdict. We we do, there's a whole look, almost 2 million people or more um, have come in that we don't know who they are. We can't vet them. We don't know where they're going. We don't know what their intentions are. I would say our national security... They know where they're going. Right. Well, I agree with you, sir. That's incredible. Good they know where they're going. Alejandro Mayorkas has violated even more laws, laws than what Andy Biggs just said. It is the great replacement theory. They're looking to replace us, and we have American couples young couples that can't start families because of the financial burdens set upon them because they can't get ahead because of the economy, because of the policies of the Biden regime and Democrats in this country with taxes, with groceries, with fuel, with everything. And all they want to do is wipe out the middle class. They want to replace them with people that they think that they can get to vote Democrat. And this is why it's so important for People to start having fucking kids. American-born citizens need to start having kids. We again that uh, those those shows that are all uh, apocalyptic, where it's the end of the world and there are two people left to start repopulating. Guess what? We're there. American-born citizens need to start repopulating this country because if not, if we're not already. We're going to be the minority in our country. American-born citizens will be the minority in this country. That, that's, that's no bullshit. But yeah, we're, we are below repopulation rates. And we have millions of people coming into this country that we cannot vet. We don't know who they are. Palestinian flags hanging in facilities where they're being held. We're allowing this. Terrorist cells, people coming from these special interest uh, countries, special interest aliens, all with, with terror backgrounds known to send terrorists to our country. We have Middle Easterns posing as Hispanics where they know the mannerisms and the language coming over the border. Why is that? resettling in your neighborhoods, moving about freely in our country. Yeah, you're right. Milton Friedman and Thomas Sowell, they were right. A nation of brain turds. Unvaxxed sperm is the new Bitcoin. <laughs> That's the new goal. Of course it benefits Democrats. It doesn't benefit America. They want one political party. They want to destroy the middle class. They want the extreme poor. They want the extreme rich. They want to control. They want to control no free markets, no small businesses, 
None of that. They want you dependent on them and then they will squeeze you until you fall to your knees and we just subvert. Like we, they want us to, they want to starve us into submission. Fuck that. 1776. I choose violence when it comes down to it at, at the at the very end they can take my body and they can pile it with all and burn it with all the patriots that had had the balls to to take a stand when the time came i mean it it's unbelievable how they they want to erase us and just shred the constitution all the normal people will procreate and the leftist lunatics will phase out because they kill their babies and cut their junk off you, I guess, in a sense, you can only hope. This is why Roe v. Wade went away and it went to it went to the states. And if there are states that are adamant about killing your babies and allowing children to cut their junk off and you know swap their pole for a hole, and they can't procreate and breed, so be it. Maybe that's a blessing in disguise. Hence the reason why we're losing on the abortion message, and we should just put that on the back burner because there are so many other important things to worry about. And why we're losing elections. It's one of the reasons why we're losing elections. And for gutless Republicans, just don't want to come out anymore. And then we can have more of this. While the, while the Democrats are phasing us out uh, with illegals, we can just sit back and have our enemies get stronger. Joe Biden gives another $10 billion to Iran. While Iran proxy groups, proxy m- militias, are literally, as I speak, attacking American bases in Syria. I think there's been over 40 military base attacks, attacks on American military bases in the Middle East. And we're going to give them another $10 billion. It's Iran directly attacking us through their proxy armies. It was Iran. We're funding everybody. $10 billion to Iran. His total funding to Iran comes to $80 billion since he entered office. And this is one month after Iran backed Hamas, slaughtered 1,400 people in Israel. On Tuesday, the Joe Biden administration extended a sanctions waiver that will allow Iran to collect another $10 billion in funds in order for the mullahs to fund their military operations in the region. They're funding their military operations going after American bases, and they'll be using that money for when the heavy, heavy fighting starts, which I'm sure will be coming maybe maybe right after the holidays. Who knows? Maybe right before. This comes one week after Iranian-backed Houthis attempted to shoot down a U.S. drone in the region, and one month after Iran-backed Hamas terrorists slaughtered 1,400 Jews in Israel and took another 240 Jews hostage. It was the deadliest attack on Jews since World War II. Joe Biden ignored the massacre in order to open the door and help Iran bring in another $10 billion in the next few months. $10 billion. Yeah. Oh, we always play both sides. Come on. It shouldn't be any. There shouldn't be anything, any news. But yeah, I think there is there a video here. Oh, yeah. Senator John Kennedy, several months ago, he said it wasn't well publicized. President Biden and Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen gave Iran $3.5 billion through the International Monetary Fund. That's not the $6 billion that we have objected to. $3.6 billion cash. This is actually, I think, the video for it. Let's hear it. Uh, several months ago, it wasn't well publicized. President Biden and Treasury Yellen 
gave Iran $3.5 billion through the International Monetary Fund. And that's not the $6 billion that we have, we have objected to. $3.5 billion cash. I'll be glad to come on your show and explain how they did that. I objected at the time. I tried to pass a bill to stop it. They rolled over me. The press didn't pick it up. But here's the problem we face right now. The, the, the time to build the ark is before the rain. <laughs> and the Biden administration didn't. So, we, a lot of money. A lot of money. So $3.6 billion, not including the $6 billion that they objected to, and the $80 billion to Iran since Joe Biden has been in office. $80 billion. So, uh, yeah, the, the $3.5 billion and the $6 billion may be only part of Joe Biden's cash for Iran. It is. Senator Kennedy spoke about another transfer of money to the Iranian regime back in 2021. Kennedy argued in a letter to Janet Yellen that the Biden administration's plan would ultimately result in China receiving $22 billion, Russia receiving $18 billion, and Iran receiving $3.5 billion. We're funding everybody that hates us. But that's not all. According to the Daily Signal's calculations, Iran has received approximately $70 billion more under Biden than it would have under Trump. The mullahs must love Joe Biden. No one has been more generous to this killer regime, except for Barack Obama, the pallets of cash. They ought to build statues of old Joe in Tehran. They should. They should build statues of Barack Obama and Joe Biden in, in, in Tehran. Absolutely. $10 billion, people. $80 billion since he's been in office. Yeah, I like John Kennedy, too. It's crazy. <laughs> Someone's getting sent in the corner for being late. Oh, oh little funk. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> good morning. Good morning. Good morning. It's all good. We still got about uh, 20 minutes or so of stuff to go. Uh, so, yeah, $80 billion since, since Joe Biden's been in office. And we, we have homeless veterans. We have homeless people roaming the streets. Except in San Francisco, you get kidnapped to make way for uh, Joe Biden, Xi Jinping, and all these leftist, sick corporate moguls. That's the way that works. So yesterday, I thought this was great because this made the DeSantards fucking melt down. It made Democrats left-wing Twitter accounts with hundreds of thousands of followers all melt down when Speaker Mike Johnson, it made Jenna Jebba Ellis melt down. Mike Johnson, who's a big, big Trump guy, they quote, even Donald Trump himself calls him the undercover MAGA warrior. He was on Trump's uh, congressional defense team, has been with Trump since day one as far as support. He came out and he endorsed Donald Trump publicly as Speaker of the House. Kevin McCarthy was never going to do that. Kevin McCarthy is Speaker of the House. Take the man out of it for a second, the, the position of Speaker of the House. Unfortunately, it does hold a lot of water, really, no matter who sits in it. Just it is what it is. Getting the Speaker of the House endorsement for President of the United States is a big deal. The title, it is. Whatever reason, it is. Mike Johnson gave that to Donald Trump and people are going crazy, especially the DeSantards, saying that he should have remained neutral. Kevin McCarthy was never neutral, but he appeared he was going to stay neutral until the primary. 
And this is what gutless establishment people want from people in power in the GOP. They want them to stay neutral until the primary so that they can say, I support this primary, the, the winner of the primary, even though I didn't support them in their shit. No, that's not how it should work. It should work. This is who I fucking support and why and screw all the establishment businesses as, as usual bullshit. So Mike Johnson, he was, uh, he went on, was at CNBC and basically came out and, and he said, yeah, I'm, I'm all in on Trump when he was put on the spot and people went crazy. Let's hear that first. President Biden, he might, he it looks like the candidate in, in 2024. When you were uh, a name speaker, a lot of people said, oh, Trump ally, Trump, big Trump guy, big Trump ally. But uh, you, you, as far as I know, you have not endorsed the former president yet uh, for 2024. And this is, everybody's watching this show right now. This, if you're going to do that, this would be a great, great time to do it, uh, Mr. Speaker. You ready? I, ha I have done it. Yeah, I, I have. I have endorsed him wholeheartedly. Um, look, I was uh, one of the closest allies that President Trump had in Congress. He had a phenomenal first term. Those first two years, as you all know, we brought about the greatest economic numbers in the history of the world, not just the country, because his policies worked. And I'm, I'm all in for President Trump. I, okay, yeah, I, know, I right. expect he'll be our nominee. Yeah. And, and he's going to win it. And we have to make Biden a one-term president. We have to do that. President Biden, he so might... So for, for, the, for the record, for the record, I don't... I don't give I don't give a shit about Mike Johnson and his and the endorsement. I don't care. What I find great about it is the meltdowns that ensued because of it. I'm happy that the Speaker of the House and anyone that's saying they endorse Donald Trump, I'm happy about. Whether I hate them, whether I respect them, whether I like them, I don't care. What I care about is the triggering it does, and I love the triggering it does to liberals. And DeSantards, because DeSantards and liberals are one and the same. There is no difference. Every registered Republican who is now a diehard DeSantard has given up their integrity card and has went and joined with the liberals because they're all acting the same, wishing prison on Donald Trump, wishing death on Donald Trump. They're all part of the same. Uh, all, all one and the same. Yes, Mike Johnson is part of Trump's legal team for the January 6th bullshit impeachment. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. And Donald Trump has a lot of respect for Mike Johnson. Whether you like him or not, it is what it is. Jenna Ellis went crazy. And this is actually, I played that video from her tweet. Her tweet was, the speaker should have remained neutral in the primary. He had not endorsed a candidate prior to taking the gavel, and I'm disappointed he did so now because she's a big DeSantis person, and she's trying to throw Donald Trump under the bus with lies to save her own ass because she's a young lawyer with a cringy podcast who grifted off Donald Trump's name, became a failed attorney, but she wants to save her law license. So she cried in front of a Georgia judge with an apology, and now she wants to throw Donald Trump under the bus with complete bullshit hearsay lies, which is not going to work. Regardless of who he decided to endorse in such a contentious GOP primary, this is not a contentious GOP primary, Jebba Ellis and any of you fucking retards out there in DeSantard land. Jenna, this is not a contentious GOP primary. Donald Trump is kicking DeSantis in the dick by 50 plus points. There's nothing contentious about it. But he got 30,000 caucus 
uh, signatures in Iowa. They, this was a 5 million people in Iowa. Who gives a shit? They're holding on to uh, trying not to fall off the cliff of an already failed and derailed campaign. Okay? It's not a contentious GOP primary. It's, you please clap. DeSantards equal libtards. DeSantards are fucking libtards. 100%. Meatball Rick DeSantis is done. The meatball has been cooked. It's not a contentious GOP primary, you dumb bitch. And, I, and not only that, they, the big DeSantard influencers, the DeSantard paid social media industrial complex, the, you know, all the Cardildos and all, all the idiots that blocked me, they had a space. They had a space. The salty Karens over on T. I love this this Joma Twitter page, Joma underscore GC. It's a pretty cool page to follow. The salty Karens over at Team DeSantis are in nuclear meltdown mode over Speaker Johnson's endorsement of President Trump. They're holding a space at the moment, encouraging DeSantis supporters to call Speaker Johnson's office and demand to speak to the manager. They're so mad, they had to have a space about it and fucking cry. Oh, that Tim Pool, the Tim Cool. He, he, another fake account. He's got me blocked. Chris Nelson, the washed out, unbathed hippie gay guy who beats his, who, who beat his wife that he was married to for like 15 minutes. He's got me blocked. This John Burke who has billboards of himself and his military fatigues advertising his show. He's such a fucking cuck. does dancing lessons with his wife. He doesn't have me blocked yet, but I'm working on it. And I, and all of these other people, oh, this Dre, whoever it is, you know, there's such garbage. Listen to him. Um, I decided to call. So I just encourage everybody to do what they said. Call um, the Capitol, ask for the speaker's office and tell them um, you don't appreciate the speaker, you know, putting his uh, hat in the game for Trump at this point. And his hat was always in the game for, Dr- for Trump, you stupid cunt. What are you talking about? He was on his impeachment defense team. He's been a MAGA warrior from the start, according to Donald Trump. I don't know much about Mike Johnson. I just know what I hear from Trump world and some very influential people around him that Donald Trump is very happy. And loves Mike Johnson and is very happy with him being speaker to the point where it was told to me, I won't mention who, that Donald Trump knew Jim Jordan would never become speaker. And Mike Johnson was there waiting. And it was said at some point, someone's going to look at Mike Johnson and say, all these people are killing each other and eating each other alive. You're up. Like it was calculated. We know Donald Trump is a master troll. We know everything that Donald Trump does in Trump world is calculated for a reason. He's not stupid. He didn't become who he was today for being stupid. Okay. And then Mike Johnson became speaker. And the person that told it to me couldn't even believe it when they heard it, who is in the circle. So, They're unhappy that he put his hat in for Trump at this point. They're truly not paying attention and they're not dialed in. And I I asked for the speaker's office. They threw me up there. I talked to his assistant. So, um, you know, it was pretty cool, actually, just to know that we could get get to his office that quickly and that easily. So I appreciate the government is still 
open to, to the people. And um, so anyway. Did she just say that the government is open and, res- and and to the people? Did she just does she think the government is responsive to the people? Does she think talking to some fucking staffer is going to make a difference? This is what this is what retard libtards think about the government. DeSantard, libtard, retard. Say it with me everybody. DeSantard, libtard, retard. All one in the same. She just admitted it. These people are fucking unhinged, crazy, psychotic. And I do not, whoever these people are supporting, I want no part of them in government. Okay, so that's really all I was just going to say. I encourage you guys to do that. Take five minutes. That's all it really took me. I probably spoke longer than I waited um, to her. And uh, yeah, I totally agree. We should not, our, our leaders really, especially the Speaker of the House, should not be uh, putting their endorsement on anybody right now. You're a retard, Verna, because if Kevin McCarthy was Speaker of the House and he he decided to grow a set of balls or anybody and they said that they endorse Ron DeSantis for President of the United States, these fucking assholes would be out there tweeting it until Twitter fucking broke. They would be out there shoving it in every single one of our faces that the Speaker of the House endorsed Ron Meatball Rick DeSantis. Literally, they're in this post talking among themselves. Like, it's like walking into a nursing home and all of these people are just leaned over their their wheelchairs just fucking drooling, going, like trying to communicate with each other through moans. That's what I'm seeing here. A vote hasn't even been cast in this primary. So, well, Verna, you're, you're absolutely right. And you got to understand with guys like uh, Larry Johnson or whatever the hell his name is, these guys don't Mike. ever leave. The, yeah, Mike Johnson, whatever. Larry these Johnson's guys friend. do not ever Second leave day. the DC Beltway. Okay. <clears throat> they stay insulated. In- Chris Nelson with his, with his lisp. I, I, come on. In Washington, D.C. And when Ron DeSantis talks about moving the agencies and their headquarters. It's, it's, none of them make any sense. None of them have any, any understanding on how shit works. Call, (laughs) call Mike Johnson's office and tell, tell his staffers that they don't appreciate him endorsing a presidential candidate because it's Donald Trump. You know what, everybody? You know what? Everyone should call Mike Johnson's office and thank his staffers. Thank you for endorsing Donald Trump. Thank you for endorsing Donald Trump. And then you should record the call and send it to me and we'll play it on the show. If you call Mike Johnson's office, record it, thanking the staffers, assistants, whoever you get on the phone for endorsing Donald Trump and we'll play it and we'll tweet it everywhere just to piss these people off. I mean, come on. Nice lisp. Yeah. Chris Nelson. He likes penis. (laughs) Reopen, Chris. Reopen his mouth for another penis. That's him. 
he tried to marry a woman. It didn't work out for him. So he jumped in the shower with a slapped her around. There's police reports all over about it. This, listen, Ron DeSantis is a retard. Ron DeSantis is creepy as fuck. And Miguelifornia, the great memer from the Dilly Meme team, put this little gem together just to show how creepy he is. Welcome to another edition of Choose Well 2024. Uh, today our Welcome to another edition of Choose Well 2024. Uh, today our special Look at this weirdo. Come on. Nation, uh, we have First Celebrity, we have the Family Pound, uh, we have First Celebrity, we have the Family <laughs> and there is a little studio audience here that's made up of team members, little. board members, some donors. Oh, some, yeah? I don't know. Some, and there is a little studio audience here that's made up of team members, board Dude. members, some donors, some. I don't know. Some. Is he autistic? Nothing against autistic people, but. Wow. Well, Governor Ryan DeSantis. <laughs> Wow. Look at this guy. I can't stop watching it. Miguelifornia is great. He is the boss. Making making the meatball people crazy. Meatball himself. And eyebrows Jill. So awkward. About you think that uh, America is in need of a revival. Uh, Ronald Reagan said that back in 1979. Huh. So awkward. Look at him. Look at me. I'm big boy Ron. I'm big boy Rick DeSantis. It's for us. You know, we believe it's for us. You know, we believe it's. Look at them. Look. I hate her. Oh, come on. This is great. Miguelifornia. I love him. Big Mike. Not Big Mike Obama. He is straight fucking retarded. He's very, very uncomfortable. Watching him makes me very uncomfortable. I'm right there with you. It's just creepy. Creepy. Uh, I got couple couple more things i might i might nix one or two of them i don't know speaking of creepy uncomfortable sick people again let's talk about the sickness of the left and democrats and all of their weird hollywood people and all this shit you know i don't i bring it up every once in a while with what goes on in our schools with our kids and of course the the, the left wants to accuse us of being nazi book banners when we don't want our kids I don't want my now 11-year-old as of yesterday. Dad, I got to do my skincare. <laughs> I don't want her given a, a book in school and to read a comic book-like story about two boys experimenting on blowing each other or licking each other's assholes. Now, I don't want my kid reading that. But the Democrats do, and then when we have a problem with it, we're Nazi book banners. We're Nazi book burners. Because we don't want our kids exposed to porn, which Democrats and sick leftist liberal entertainers want to normalize. So they've literally tried to make us look like sick, 
white nationalist uh, book burners because we don't want our kids exposed to pornography anywhere, especially in school and especially in school libraries. But this disappoints me too because I used to like her. Singer, Pink. I haven't liked her for a long time since she started with her political bullshit. And Pen America, I don't know what Pen America is, will hand out banned porn books for kids at her Florida concert. Hey, Ron DeSantis, calling Governor Ron DeSantis, who's been living in Iowa for the past seven months, Governor Ron DeSantis, Bueller, Bueller, where the fuck are you, Mr. I got outmaneuvered by Mickey Mouse in Disney World because I'm a fucking cuck. Florida, Florida concert. You have porn being given out for kids at a Florida concert. Why do Democrats insist on pushing porn on books on kids? Why do they think it's necessary? Many parents around the country were shocked last year when they became aware of illegal porn books their local schools are pushing on kids in the student libraries. This phenomenon is taking place across the country, but they'll tell you it isn't, or they'll tell you it's not a big deal, or they will call you a Nazi book burner for mentioning that you have a problem with it. One book that was found in several libraries titled Gender Queer, a memoir, a memoir by Maya Kobabi. I don't really care about the name. The book is a graphic novel with drawings that explains in lurid detail the sexual interactions between two underage schoolboys has been inserted into high school libraries across America. Despite it violating guidelines against pornography or sexually explicit materials being prov provided to minors and paid for with our tax dollars, there were parents at school board meetings taking this book and reading passages from it and being told by the school board to stop speaking because, well, it's not uh, appropriate to speak like that at a school board meeting, but it's appropriate to have that book that they're reading from in the school library for the kids to read that are getting paid for by our tax dollars. But we can't read from that book in school board meetings. No, as a matter of fact, and because you're raising your voice, you're going to be put on a list and be labeled a domestic terrorist because you're raising your voice. And the FBI is going to put going to look into you. <clears throat> Gender queer includes countless images of male on male sexual encounters accompanied by words that one would expect to find inside literary works as adult porn shops or gay sex clubs and bathhouses. Even so, this book was purchased and pushed by school officials around the country despite it clearly violating county guidelines. Kevin from Texas sent us this email after he discovered this book was available at his daughter's school. After reading the story on the Gateway Pundit yesterday by Jacob Engels, Jacob Engels, I know him very well. He's out of Florida. He's a, he's a great investigative journalist. The book Gender Queer, I was outraged. My wife said to me, I'm glad you weren't the parent at that meeting. You would have been arrested. I would, I would have been arrested. I thought, how could school administrators allow such filth to be allowed in a public school library? It's not like the title of the book is innocuous and wouldn't lead any normal person to question the context, gender queer. 
I live in a suburb north of Dallas, and although it's growing quickly, it is still a conservative area. We have three girls in the school system in which we are active and engaged. I can assure you that my engagement has just increased to a whole new level. If the book can make its way into schools here, it can be in schools anywhere. I got a copy of the book in order to verify for myself the accuracy detailed in your article. It was accurate, all right. I include I include images from the book, and please publish them because parents need to comprehend what is happening in our schools. Here are a couple pages from the drawing, warning on the content. This is the visual the visual I've been picturing, and it literally shows an underage schoolboy blowing another underage schoolboy. This is difficult, but this is what's happening. This is what the left wants. This is what Hakeem Jeffries wants. This is what AOC wants. This is what all of these sick fucking Democrats that are ruling your towns and cities in the country want your kids and you to accept as normal. But I can't feel anything. I'm not, I can't even read this. Another picture. I can't even read it. Let's try something else. This is sick. They talk the bu- This isn't. It infuriates me every time. This this infuriates me all the time. I cover it every time. Showing a kid that oh. Vagina slime is disgusting, you know, and Johnny in high school decides to finger Miss Mary Rottencrotch on the school bleachers, that that's disgusting. But two two boys blowing each other, that's acceptable. They don't even want kids to procreate and have babies. They want sick transformers running around the streets switching out their poles for holes dyeing their hair pink pumped up on all kinds of hormones and medications and throwing plastic blocks in their gaping infected holes where their dicks used to be to keep it open so it doesn't seal up or cause an internal infection It's 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 crazy. It's crazy. And then following all of this, that's when Merrick Garland sent out the FBI, sent out the FBI to harass American parents for making a stand against this filth in our schools. The Biden regime obviously supported this filth, and it's disgusting. Florida is one state they banned the porn books. All right, great. From school libraries. And that infuriated the left. But now, now, a beloved singer by a lot of children, pink, a lot of teenage girls, a lot of teenage and adolescent boys are who, who love her is fighting back. And she announced she'll hand out 2,000 of the banned sexually explicit books for kids at her upcoming Florida concert. Florida, Governor DeSantis, where are you? Of course, the twisted mainstream media is cheering this. Porn books for kids. What is wrong with these people? Pink wants her fans to read the banned porn books. This is LA Times. The Grammy winner announced this week that she intended to give away 2,000 banned books during the Florida leg of her tour. Only in Florida. Makes sense. Governor DeSantis did. They did ban the books. She's bringing them back. What is Governor DeSantis going to do about this? Can he do anything about it? What is he going to do? Pressure the venue. Do something. Fight tyranny with tyranny. I don't give a fuck. 
books have held a special joy for me from from the time I was a child, and that's why I'm unwilling to stand by and watch while books are banned by schools, Pink said in a news release. Porn books. I agree. <laughs> Miss Mary Rottencrotch. Come on, C3P memes. You never had a Miss Mary Rottencrotch running around your high school? We had a bunch where I went. <laughs> the Tri Hitmaker is partnering with the National Free Speech Organization. Oh, that's what it was. Pen America and Florida bookseller Books and Books in a campaign to bring banned books to her fans in Florida. A Florida-based bookseller. That's who you go after. Books and Books where the freedom to read has been increasingly under attack in recent years. No, it hasn't. We don't want porn in schools. We don't want our high school, elementary school, middle school kids looking at boys blowing each other in books. It's not normal. It's sick. You're fucked up. You should all jump off a cliff. It's especially hateful to see authorities take aim at books about race and racism against LGBTQ authors and those of color. No one's talking about people of color. We're talking about six sadistic porn acts that kids are being exposed to in books, like boys blowing each other and boys saying, oh, vagina slime, which isn't appropriate in schools anyway, even though it's better than two boys blowing each other. We have made so many strides towards equality in this country, and no one should want to see this progress reverse. So they're going to bring in racism with boys blowing each other. It's all one and the same. You don't want your kids seeing boys blow each other or you know, kids sticking their finger in girls' vaginas with vagina slime on it. In in schools, you're going to lump that in with racism. It's so, it's such bullshit. This is why I'm supporting Pen America and its work and why I agree with them. No more banned books. Everyone should be calling Ron DeSantis' office. He won't be there. He's in Iowa probably. And, and asking what the government is doing about this. You banned books in school libraries, porn books in, in school libraries and schools. What are you doing about this? The 2,000 porn books that are going to be handed out at a concert. Encouraging kids to read porn. How many kids are going to be at that concert? Pink. I don't know. My kid doesn't like pink, so she's never asked to go to a pink concert. She never asked to go to any concert. She's 11, but you, you, you get, you get the, the gist of it. Kids should be blowing bubbles and snot rockets, not each other. Oh, my God. That should be a shirt, Justine. Kids should be blowing bubbles and snot rockets, not each other. Holy shit. I literally have to copy that out of the chat right now. Copy. Oh my God. I'm going to tweet that at some point. I just copied that. I can't even, I can't even take it. Can you please, Justine, can you please put that in the comments where it lives forever? That exactly, just copy and paste it and please put that in the comment. I need that in the comments of this video. Please, please, please. So what's Governor DeSantis going to do about pink? What are they going to do? What are they going to do? It's wild. Uh, nothing else. You know what? I'm going to, I'm going to skip this. I'm going to skip all this until tomorrow. This is uh this is non-consequential to what's going on right now. But I think it's all sick what they're doing with the porn in the schools. It's still happening. Uh it's still being allowed and now in Florida, pink purposely because it's in Florida is going to give porn out to kids. It's horrible. All right, with that, we're going to play another quick video, another dilly meme team video.
And uh, I think we'll call it quits after this. On February 18th, 2023, Rick DeSantis was labeled a meatball. Over the next nine months, as expected, his poll numbers continuously dropped to single digits. He wears lifts in his boots to hide his deformed four-inch feet. He wipes his snots on anyone within reach. People are calling it the Boogering. The Boogering! Backing away. His degenerate online supporters are bailing out. At this point, he has no chance of winning. He has no plan to win. He has no plan to elevate his career. All he's doing now is killing his own career and trying to take out Trump in the process. Rick DeSantis is a political suicide bomber. <laughs> oh my God. It's fucking amazing. It is amazing. Dilly mean team all the time. Anyway, uh, that was a phantom shadow, uh, brandy with a B, and I think white memes. I think I'm not. I'm not sure. I know phantom shadow. I know brandy with a B. I'm not sure who. Maybe someone else knows. But uh, in any case, all right, everybody, listen. We're uh, a little over two hours. I'm gonna call it there. I appreciate you all tuning in. Do me a favor. Hit the like. Hit the thumbs up. Hit hit the comments, leave something in the comments, share the show, do all that good stuff. I will be back tomorrow morning, Thursday, 8 a.m., as always. Uh, Yeah, Monday to Friday, 8 a.m. Eastern. I always appreciate you all tuning in. You're all great. I love you all. It's always a pleasure. Chat's great. The comments are great. We keep kicking ass and taking names, so let's keep doing it. As always, MAGA Hat stays on. I'll see you tomorrow morning. When he salutes the flag, the flag salutes back. When he questions the outcome of an election, the DOJ indicts itself. When he sneezes, people say, God bless America. Cuba imports cigars from him. He is the most patriotic man in America. I don't always smoke cigars, but when I do, I smoke patriots. Stay MAGA, my friends. Mm, my favorite. Can I get one of those? No, Bill. We all know what you like to do with cigars. Patriot Cigars. A premium smoke for freedom-loving patriots. The Patriot Cigar Company's story started with Alan Jacoby's love of cigars and love of America. There's no better way to celebrate the freedoms we cherish than smoking a premium Patriot Cigar. Whether it's TNTs, Moabs, Hellfires, or Mark 48 torpedoes, all Patriot cigars are handmade and blended with 100% long filler premium Nicaraguan tobacco to bring you the smoothest smoking experience imaginable. Patriot cigars are enjoyed by many of MAGA's finest. Do yourselves a favor and order some today. God bless America, and God bless Patriot cigars.